everybody. Another episode of Chatter Up here for you guys. We got a great one this week, and it is great because it is Jared's birthday. Happy birthday, man. Thank you, Bobby, for all the listeners that have already reached out to me. Thank you very much. If you have not, you are dead to me. We're done with. We're over. There's only one way to redeem it. I don't even care if you reach back out to me. I need you to listen to this episode. I need you to get the word out. Spread the word. Tell other people about Chatter Up. That's the only way to get back in my good graces. It's your only shot. Don't miss it. And also, don't miss this episode because we have a great one for you. We'll do another What Did I Miss? We'll hit the top sports headlines of the past week. We will do another trivia segment where Jared and I will go back in time to discuss Hall of Fame football players. And finally, we will bring back the critically acclaimed Would You Rather. Jared, if they want to get in contact with you and to wish you a happy birthday, when would they do that or how would they do that? Well, they would do it on Twitter at chatter underscore up or they might do it on Instagram same handle at chatter underscore up or if they want to go long form they might send us an email at the chatter up podcast at gmail.com Bobby you don't want to be dead to Jared you don't want to be dead to me so listen to this episode let's get into it Jared you ready for this I could not be more excited to light you up on this podcast well that's certainly something then let's do this and let's chatter up So, Jared, sports have come back in full swing. I feel like that we've said that for weeks now, months really, and yet now it feels like COVID is rearing its ugly head again. Not that it really went away. And in a loaded week full of COVID news, Jared, what did we miss? Yeah, Bobby, one of unquestionably the best weeks of the year, the Thanksgiving week, the short week, the long weekend, it doesn't get any better except for when the NFL gets rocked by COVID. You're right. It's been a story throughout the year, but I think this is probably the apex of it as of right now. We had the Broncos playing without a quarterback on their roster because all their quarterbacks were either infected with COVID or exposed to COVID and deemed ineligible to play. We have the Ravens-Steelers game being postponed from Thursday night, rescheduled to Tuesday night, now postponed from Tuesday night, rescheduled to Wednesday afternoon. We'll see if that game even gets played. And we find out that the 49ers are going to be playing their home games, not in San Francisco, but in Arizona because of COVID concerns as well. Bobby, does it feel like we should be playing these games at this point? No, we shouldn't. It should not have gotten to this point. It's, it's, it's ridiculous because we have the Broncos, they're fielding a team without a quarterback. In 2020, we have a football team fielding a team without a quarterback. And don't tell me that your emergency wide receiver on the practice squad who played quarterback at Wake Forest counts. It doesn't. It doesn't count. We're having a game with significant playoff implications. The Ravens-Steelers played without Lamar Jackson, without Calais Campbell, without J.K. Dobbins, without Mark Ingram, without James Conner. This is terrible. The 49ers are going to be away from their families for what will amount to ultimately be upwards of five weeks for a team that might not make the playoffs. This is terrible. The season should be canceled. It won't be because they're too far into it. There's too much money at stake. And Roger Goodell is a bad person. But it's absolutely ridiculous. This shouldn't be happening. This season should be canceled. Tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong because I like watching football? You're selfish. No, I mean, you're probably right. Look, we've said this a million times. I'm happy for the people 
that get to work again because these games are happening. COVID's been hard on a lot of people and especially people that work in stadiums. Now, I don't even know how many of those people got their jobs back because in most of these places there aren't fans at the games anyway. But you have to think that canceling the season would hurt a lot of people in terms of jobs. But I think since the beginning of this thing, this is probably as bad as it's gotten in terms of the number of People's cases. People's lives are at stake. Their lives are at stake. Yeah. So it's tough to continue justifying these games, but, but we both know there's just – unless something really crazy happens, there's no chance that they're postponing the rest of the season, right? No, there's absolutely no way. They're going to keep playing. Something like this will come up again and it will keep happening and it's jeopardizing the integrity of the game. But I digress. You and I are going to push forward because we love football and that's just – that's what we do. Yeah, and since these games are still happening, let's talk about the games, Bobby. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers destroyed, and that's putting it lightly, the Chicago Bears last night on Monday Night Football. This was not even close after, what, five, ten minutes the game was pretty much over. Bobby, are the Packers the best team in the NFC? What a great opportunity for me to toot my own horn. You remember what I said at the beginning of the season, Jared? Do you remember my Super Bowl pick? I said this from the beginning. Chiefs and Packers. And I said, this is the Aaron Rodgers revenge tour for everyone that said he doesn't have it. Tell me he doesn't have it now. He looks like the best quarterback in football. You could compare him with Patrick Mahomes. There is a comparison to be made of who is the better quarterback right now. If you want to say Patrick Mahomes, you're probably right. And I'm probably going to agree with you. But Aaron Rodgers is putting on a display and he is the best quarterback in the NFC. They're the best team, 100%. They're going to the Super Bowl. They will probably beat, I don't know, Seattle in the NFC Championship. That team looked great. Now, granted, they went up against Mitchell Trubisky. They went up against a a, a not great Chicago team that has, in my opinion, significantly overachieved this year. But they did what they had to do. They did what they were supposed to do. They're the best team in the NFC. I think you're probably right just because I don't know who the other answer would be. But I do have my concerns about the Packers. I mean, we talked about it a few weeks ago when they got absolutely pasted by Tampa Bay. And then just last week, they lost to the Colts in what was a close game, but still ultimately a loss. So, like, I I still haven't gotten over that feeling that, yeah, they're really, really good and they can beat anyone that's not as good as them. But I'm not sure how well they do against the best teams. But I just don't know who that second team is right now. I mean, the the Seahawks have been struggling the last few weeks. The Saints – First of all, we have to see what they look like with Drew Brees back, assuming he comes back. And even with Drew Brees, they're winning games, but it's not like Drew Brees was really impressing anybody. And after that, who is it? I mean, nobody from the NFC East we know. Washington. Okay, we'll just just blow right past that. From the NFC West, I guess, you know, that's a good division. I just don't know. The Rams, you kind of get a different feeling about every single week. The Seahawks are struggling. The Cardinals, I'm not sure they're ready yet. And so – I kind of by default, I'll say the Packers, but I don't feel great about it. Yeah, just I always feel like quarterback play pretty much trumps everything else. Sands a truly elite defense. And I don't think there's any team in the NFC that has a truly elite defense. I think the Rams, you know, with Aaron Donald, obviously, are going to be in the conversation. But I think it, it comes down to who's the best quarterback in the NFC. It could be that Russell Wilson comes out here. It could be that that happens. It could be that Drew Brees comes back and makes this comeback and has a fairy tale ending. But you're asking me right now, who's the best quarterback? It's, it's Aaron Rodgers in the NFC. There's, there's no question about it. Now, on the other side of that, as we were talking about, is Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes, Jared, took Tampa Bay 
and Tom Brady and took their best and still wiped the floor with them. I understand it was a three-point victory, but Mahomes beats Brady. Jared, the MVP conversation has been all over the place this year. Is it really Rodgers and Mahomes right now competing for the MVP? Is there more there? And who you got? I think so. I think those are definitely the two front runners. You're right. It was a very weird game yesterday because it was a three-point game. Tampa actually had a chance to come back and win, but it really felt like the Chiefs just blew them out at the beginning, kind of took their foot off the gas and let Tampa Bay back into the game. Probably more from boredom than actual skill. In terms of the MVP, yeah, I mean – we, we talked about it a few weeks ago at the halfway mark of the season. We threw out names like Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray and Josh Allen. I think of those guys, Russell Wilson's probably still the only one that's kind of in the conversation. I think he's definitely fallen off. He's behind these two. Can he make it back up in the last few weeks of the season? He could. If he plays the next you know four or five weeks like he did the first four or five weeks of the season, he'll be right back in it. But at this point, with the Seahawks struggling, with Patrick Mahomes just making it look as easy as he, as he does. I mean, what he and Tyreek Hill did in the first quarter to Tampa Bay yesterday, it just looked so freaking easy. I mean, I don't know how you defend Patrick Mahomes at this point. And honestly, right now, it looks the same way with Rodgers, right? He's just making it look easy, like we talked about in that game yesterday. It was never close. It was never close. And so I do think those two are, are the front runners. If I had to pick one today... I think I would go Mahomes just because, like I said, the, the Chiefs just appear to be far and away the best team in the NFL right now. It's so easy for them. They appear to be on a different level than anybody else, and that's primarily because they have who I think is the best quarterback in the sport on his way to becoming one of the best quarterbacks ever. And so I'd give it to Mahomes today. One name, though, Bobby, that we have not mentioned I think deserves some talk here, and I'm going to give credit to Michael Tabak, friend of the pod, for bringing this up with me. Ben Roethlisberger, his team might go 16-0. Either way, they're, they're 10-0 right now. They're going to go, what, 14-2 at worst. He's got 24 touchdowns, thrown five interceptions. He's completing 67% of his passes. Why isn't Big Ben getting a little more love in the MVP talk? I'll keep this short, and it's the same conversation that you and I have had in previous discussions. There should be two awards, Most Valuable Player and Player of the Year. Ben Roethlisberger is not the best quarterback in football. He's not the best player in football, and I don't think you would get that argument. He doesn't even make top 15 in QBR. He doesn't make top 15 in completion percentage. He, I think he comes in at 19th for completion percentage. He's just not as good as the others. But is he the most valuable player on a team that's undefeated? You could really make a case for that, and I think it's a fair point. I'd be really interested to see how many votes, if any, he gets for MVP. Bobby, it's that time of the week again. Let's talk Tom Brady. Yes, let's do it. Everyone, I'm sure, remembers you took a lot of heat at the beginning of the season. You said before the season started, Tom Brady would not really be an improvement over Jameis Winston and the Bucs would finish 9-7. and seven. Bobby, they're 7-5 and five right now. They've got four games to go. They need to go 3-1 and one to beat your 9-7 and seven prediction. 12 weeks in, Bobby, are the Bucs exactly what you thought they were? Are they worse than you expected them to be? Are they better? This is the exact team that I expected to come out. Tom Brady is not Tom Brady anymore. Tom Brady turns the ball over a lot now. Remember when they signed Rob Gronkowski and everybody's like, oh, man, Rob Gronkowski's back. 
does anyone care? This team is seven and five with all the star power because they're just not that good. They're not. Yes, they handed Green Bay a butt whooping of the century. It was a great game all around. But Tom Brady has looked old. He has hit some deep balls and others have looked terrible. As I told you, they would. So coming up, they have the Vikings, the Falcons, the Lions, and the Falcons again. They should go at least 3-1. and one. Really, they should go 4-0. and oh. Will you be surprised if they go 2-2? Two and two? I certainly won't. Not after what the Falcons just did to Las Vegas. This team is going 9-7. and seven. I am not certain they'll make the playoffs. Bobby's right again. The only thing I'll take issue with is your dumping on Gronk. I think Gronk has been really good lately. The first few weeks of the season, it was like weekend at Bernie's. Like he's just a body out there, not actually productive. He's actually looked pretty good the last few weeks. But in terms of your overall take, look, I, I got to give credit where it's due. The, we're 12 weeks in. I mean, we, we made excuses for them the first few weeks of the season, but we're at the point now where it's put up or shut up time and they have to put up because to this point, they have not done so. Jared, let's pivot here for a minute and go from the professionals to the collegiates. College football had a monumental moment, or at least one that was significantly covered. Vanderbilt signed to their team soccer player Sarah Fuller to be their place kicker for the game. First woman to play college football from the Power Five conferences. Jared, big deal, or are we just making a mountain out of a molehill? A little bit of both. I mean, it is a pretty big deal, right? Because of a, you know, the, the COVID epidemic and an outbreak at Vanderbilt, they had no place kickers on their roster. They don't have a men's soccer team, so they went to their women's soccer team, got this woman, Sarah Fuller, to try out for the team. She had one kickoff. They said it was a design squib kick to go 30 yards. She didn't get a chance. Yeah, you're making a face at me. I don't know. She didn't get a chance to kick an extra point or a field goal, which would have been really cool to see. Look, it's the first, the first of anything is a big deal, right? Especially something like this. We've, we've never seen a, women, a woman play college football, play football at that level. And so it was certainly a cool thing to see. And that's probably where it ends, I think. Yeah, I totally agree. I think it's great. I think it's good for her. I think it's good for college football. I do not think it is something incredible. Now, if she had come out there and they gave her a shot to kick a 55-yard field goal, and she did, then I'd be a little bit more interested in it. It's not that she's bad. We just don't know. <laughs> so, right. you know there's, there's, there's no way to know. And so what we saw is cool. Do I think it was more of a publicity stunt than Vandy trying to win a football game? I do. I do think that. Do I think it was a bad thing? No, I don't think it was a bad thing. I think it was a great thing. The legend of Sarah Fuller. And speaking of legends, Bobby, we lost one this week. Diego Maradona, one of the greatest soccer players of all time. One of the hardest livers of all time, from what we read, passed away this week at the age of 60. It was a death that made headlines, not just in Argentina, but all around the world because of the impact that he had on the game. Bobby, thoughts on the legend Diego Maradona? An absolute legend, and in so many ways. He obviously is one of the greatest soccer players, or should I say football players of all time, and he also had a ridiculous life he was marred in controversy for much of his life even when he was playing but he was fantastic for the Argentinian team he was the coach he just 
set the tone for so many different people, especially a guy at that height. I mean, soccer is one of those sports that you do, you still do need height. If you're going to be a goalie, you need height. If you're going to go for a ball with your head, you're going to have to be able to hit it. He wasn't that big. And yet he was just magic on the pitch, a real loss for the world, a real loss for the soccer community. He will never be forgotten. Now, Jared, somebody that we all thought we had forgotten about came back this weekend. Jared, Mike Tyson came back to box. I think I could stop there and we'd already have a conversation about this. But he comes back to box. Roy Jones Jr., two men in their 50s who went for a sparring match with rules that if anybody gets cut, the match ends. Thoughts on what turned out to be a draw? I don't know, Bobby. I thought it was more sad than it was entertaining just to see these two guys. And obviously Tyson gets all the headlines, but let's not act like he was fighting some schmo. Roy Jones Jr. in his own right is one of the greatest boxers of all time, is, is a legend. And to see these two guys who at one point were just at the peak of their powers, were physical specimens and fighters that were pretty much unrivaled, to see them out there now in their 50s fighting in this weird fight it just made me more sad than it did excited or entertained maybe the most entertaining part of the night was seeing jake paul knock out former nba player nate robinson who i did feel bad for but i don't know bobby did were you actually entertained by this on one hand it's everything that's wrong with america and on the other hand it's literally everything that america stands for this is absurdity beyond professional wrestling like wwe jake paul a youtube star who has famous for nothing and Nate Robinson, who's famous for being a basketball player, step into the ring to box for a beef that is – I don't even understand. Like, this is ridiculous. I can't believe this happened. I guess props to Jake Paul for knocking him out. Nate Robinson took it like a champ, I guess. Bad look for the Knicks? <laughs> Always finding a way to dump on the Knicks. No guests this week, Bobby, which means more time for us. And that also means we get to bring back one of our favorite segments, one of the listener favorite segments, Would You Rather. It's been a while, and so we're going to come back in style with a hard-hitting Would You Rather. So, Bobby, we're now finishing week 12 of the NFL season. It is the playoff run for much of these teams. So, let's say you're a team – let's just say you're the Cleveland Browns. You've got some questions about your quarterback, but you're in the hunt. You're looking to replace Baker Mayfield, okay? In this fantasy world, you can replace Baker Mayfield with either A, Tom Brady, maybe the greatest of all time. Not maybe, the greatest of all time, six Super Bowls, or the hot new thing, Justin Herbert. Just for the rest of the season, take you into the playoffs, and let's just say through the playoffs. So who do you want? Old, reliable Tom Brady or Justin Herbert? So – we, we, we posed this question on Instagram as well, and we, and we, got, we got some percentages back. Jared, I can tell you as of right now, 57% of our audience would take Tom Brady, and 43% of our audience would take Justin Herbert. That's a lot closer than you would think, right? It is, absolutely. It's too close, in my opinion. So I am going to take the side that I would take Justin Herbert Shocker. into the playoffs. Shocker. Tom Brady 
Now, 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 don't get me wrong. Tom Brady, greatest of all time, six Super Bowl. All right, we're done. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. He's not Tom Brady anymore. He's not. You could put Justin Herbert in Tampa Bay right now, and they would be a better team with Justin Herbert than with Tom Brady. One of the stats that's telling is quarterback rating. Jared, who do you think this season has the higher quarterback rating? I'll save you the time. It's not Tom Brady. It's Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert is a little over 100, and Tom Brady is slightly over 95. That's not a coincidence. And who's the better team? Who has the better wide receivers? It's Tampa Bay. I'm taking Justin Herbert into the playoffs with that Cleveland team, with Jarvis Landry, with Nick Chubb, with Kareem Hunt. I'm taking Justin Herbert over the washed-up has-been that is Tom Brady. It's enough. It's just enough. I've heard enough of your Tom Brady slander, okay? You've put me in this terrible position of having to defend Tom Brady, who I would love to just dump on, but you've just taken it too far at this point, okay? You talk about Tom Brady like he's 2015 Peyton Manning, just throwing ducks all over the place, like just not equipped to play the position anymore. Tom Brady has 28 touchdown passes this season, 11 interceptions, okay? Not 11 touchdowns and 28 interceptions, 28 touchdowns, 11 picks. That's nearly a three-to-one ratio. Pretty damn good. And you know what else Tom Brady has? Not one, not two, not three, not four, oh not five, but six God. Super Bowl rings. I've what seen have you Tom done for Brady me lately? What have you done for me lately? Justin Herbert's been awesome. I'm not taking anything away from him. He's been amazing on an individual level. What's the Chargers record, Bobby? They're three and eight. They've won That's not what, on him. one That's game. That's not on him. Starting... It's, you're, it's not all on him. You're right. He's been great. But at the same time, they're not winning the games, Bobby. Okay? Tampa Bay, for all you want to say, they're seven and five. I've seen Tom Brady go into playoff games on the road, get it done. I don't have to worry about Tom Brady playing a road playoff game in New Orleans. Have I ever seen Justin Herbert do that? No, I haven't even seen him do it in the regular season. Now you want me to take Justin Herbert and his seven or eight game start, whatever the hell it is, over Tom Brady? No, you've gone too far. I will not stand for it. And the 43% of you that voted for Justin Herbert, what are you thinking? You feel good about yourself that you're defending Tom Brady as a Jets fan? You feel no. good about that? No, I feel terrible, but I cannot let it stand. You're going to have to let that stand. Look, just to be clear, Tom Brady is still an NFL quarterback. He's still a great quarterback. I'm not saying he's not. But you're asking me who I'm taking right now, right now. Have you watched Tom Brady the last five games? He has thrown passes that former Tom Brady would have never thrown. And I'm not disrespecting Tom Brady. He's one of the best. Yes, enough. Get off of that. We're talking about right now. He has Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Rob Gronkowski, and Antonio Brown and still can't get it done. He still can't get it done. This team is 7-5. and five. They're on their way to 9-7. and seven. They're not even a playoff team. You put Justin Herbert in that team, you're not saying they're good enough. You're insane. And you should feel bad about yourself for having to defend Tom Brady. Your arch- I, thought, I thought we had a win here. I thought it was you and me. We were going to do this for your birthday. We were going to hate on Tom Brady. But no, you, ha- you, my friend, you're the one that's gone too far. Justin Herbert is the better choice here. Wrong. Okay, Jared. 
today, as we have established, is your birthday. So there are two ways that this goes. For trivia today, Jared, I either lose and I can say that I, you know, gave it to you on your birthday, or I win and I ruin your day. This is a win-win for me either way. Ruining my day is a win for you. Well, I think we need to reevaluate where this friendship stands, Bobby. Listen, listen, let's just see how this plays out and then we'll go from there. As we introduce our quiz master, Jeremy Tuck. How's it going, man? It's going well. How about you guys? Happy birthday, Jared. Thank you very much. I hope this quiz is a, is a welcome birthday present for me. Well, you can have fun. I don't know what the result's going to be, but you can have fun. Uh, as always. And um, as for your friendship, uh, we've been doing this trivia, you know, I don't know how many times at this point. You haven't tor- torn each other's heads off just yet, but this could be the day. Oh, boy. There's still time. There's still opportunities for me to do that. Oh, boy. Okay, so this is a fairly simple one. You're, gonna, you're each going to name a Hall of Fame football player who played for every single team. Okay. You can't repeat players. You can't repeat teams. You just have to tell me, give me a football player and name a team he played for. Could be for one game, could be for his entire career. And that'll be your Hall of Famer for that team. But remember the franchise rules, you know, the Houston Oilers and the Tennessee mm-hmm. Titans are the same. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens are just the Baltimore Ravens. The Cleveland Browns are both Cleveland Browns. Um, so I think we should be all set. And let's, uh, let's do this. Yeah, and each of you guys can name a single team. Just remember, first guy who names a team gets first dibs at that player. Right. If there's any obvious ones, you know, knock them off. But Jared, the birthday boy, you can go first. Let's start with the team closest to my heart, the team that has caused me the most pain. That would be the New York Jets. Okay, that's a fair point. That's fair. (laughs) But I mean directly. So I'll go with the Jets. Not a lot of Hall of Famers to choose from, but there's one everyone knows, the great Joe Willie Namath. I already typed that in. Um, Yep, you're good. Bobby. Let's go let's go with my arch nemesis team, the Dallas Cowboys. And let's go with Troy Aikman. Yep. You're good. Hey. He's in. I'm gonna stay in the AFC East. And I'll go with Miami Dan Marino. Uh yep, that should work. Bobby. Keep it right along. Let's, uh, let's head north a little bit to Minnesota. How about Fran Tarkenton? Love that name. I love the old school football names. They're just, there's just something special about them. Jared. Okay, okay. Buffalo Bills, Jim Kelly. Very good. Bobby? How about we head west to San Francisco? The greatest wide receiver of all time, Jerry Rice. Yeah. Somebody's been playing backyard football. <laughs> Send him deep with Hocus Pocus. It's a touchdown every time. Yep. Yep. Unstoppable. Oh, man. What a All game. right. Let's go with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Terry Bradshaw. Yep. I still don't know why he has that TV show. <laughs> How about the Detroit Lions with one of the most elusive running backs of all time, Barry Sanders? 
great call because I don't know of any other Hall of Famers on the Lions off the top of my head. Yeah, that is a good call. I'm going to try to match that, and I'm going to stick with running back and go with Jim Brown on the Cleveland Browns. Great move. Bobby, have a response? How about the Denver Broncos with the great John Elway? All right. He is Mr. Bronco. Okay. 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 I got a good one here. Bengals. Anthony Munoz. Yep. I have never heard of that guy before. Very nice. One of the great O-linemen of all time. That explains why I've never heard of him. And I've been to the the Hall of Fame in Canton, which, by the way, if you've never been, it's it's great. Go. Um, I don't remember that guy's name at all. (laughs) How about about we stick in that division with the newer Baltimore Ravens and we'll go with middle linebacker Ray Lewis? Yeah, you're good. And that might also be tough because how many Ravens are there in the Hall of Fame? I'm going to try for it right now. I'm going to try for it right now. I know exactly who you're going to say. Bring some drama. I'm pretty sure this guy just got in. I mean, they all have to be just, right? Because they're a pretty new team. Uh, I have up and up through the class of 2020 here. Okay, let's go with Edward Reed. Yeah, he's in. Yes. I knew you, I was going to type it in before, but I didn't want to be too sure. You never know. How about for uh, for the Washington franchise? Yes. How about Joe Theismann? He's not in. Wow. Bang. Bang. He okay. is not in. Wow. That's surprising. Okay. Yeah. Now, so, now I'm going to just stomp on your grave here because yep, yep. I'm going to go old school Washington football team back when they were known as the Redskins. The great Sammy Ball. Yeah. Nice work. That one hurts. That one hurts. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. You could still go for another uh, Redskin slash football team. I, I could go back there, but like I'm not I'm no longer certain that I, I know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take a step away and, and come back. We'll come back there. You can always come back. Uh how about for the Green Bay Packers, Brett Favre? That should work. Is he in yet though? That's the question. I think so. Yeah, he's in. Okay. 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 Let me just get the tiebreaker right now in my pocket in case I need it. Yep. It would be the Oakland Raiders, Mr. Ray guy. Yeah, there he is. All right, Jared, wow. you get the tiebreaker. Wow. Nice in the work. pocket. Colts, Indianapolis, and Baltimore, or just Indianapolis? Uh, yeah, both. How about Johnny Unitas? Yeah, very good. Go. Um, very good. Very good. Let me just clarify this. It has, sure. The guy had to go into the Hall of Fame with that team, or he just played on the team? He just had to play with them. Just played on the team. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then let's go Curtis Martin for the Patriots. Very good. Bobby. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to do it. Uh, I know that I'm going to regret not going historic. I'm going recent as opposed to historic. How about for the Chicago Bears – Brian Urlacher. Yeah, you're good. He's in? Yeah, he's in. All right, I'll just double up on the Bears. Walter Payton. <laughs> All right. All right, Jared, this is where this is where it starts to not feel so good anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How about, 
how about Marshall Falk? You're good. He's in. Okay. Okay. Right. I like this. I like just getting Bobby Psyche and just doubling up on the team that he just named in like a second. So I'll go with the Rams, Eric Dickerson. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. What's his, um, what's his last name? That's a great question. What is his last name? Oh my God. I should know this. Um, what's his last name? It's, uh, how about uh, Howie Long for the Raiders? Yep. Let's stay local. I don't think either of us has done a giant yet. Nope, no giants let's, off. Let's do the greatest giant of them all, Lawrence Taylor. Yep. How about for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Jerome Bettis? My favorite football player going up. I'm, I'm not even kidding. Yeah, he's in. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I don't think I did a cowboy yet. And uh, so, to confirm, you have not. Okay. Let's go, Captain America. Roger Staubach. You're you're good. He's in. No problems. All right. I've done the NFC North. The NFC North is done. Half the AFC West is done. <sighs> AFC South. I did the Colts, Texans, Oilers. That sounds like a mistake. Jacksonville. Good idea. That's a strike waiting to happen. That's a strike yeah. waiting to happen. How about um, how about Deion Sanders? And I, 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 come on. It was. I'm just being clear. It was. It was Atlanta, right? A good one. That's a really good one. Yeah, that's a great one. Okay. I think of who I haven't done. Okay, give me um Steve Largent for the Seahawks. Great call. Yeah, you're good. I'm out of teams. All right, I'm going back to Washington. Who knows if this is right? Oh wait, yeah. What about what about Reggie White? Mm, did what he play team? for Redskins? I didn't realize that. What team? I, you have to declare the team. I know. I know. I. I know exactly I, what team you should be calling him out for. I know. I know. But I. I, I thought he played for Washington. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna say Washington. He didn't. Uh, oh man! Nah, he didn't play for Washington. Strike two, Bobby. But he did play for the Eagles. Yes, he did. Yep. Yes, he did. I'm uh, with Bobby, it's a tough look. Man. Not good. Not good. Not good. I thought he played a season there. Maybe not. Nope. Um, he did have a lot of sacks against them, so you could yes, say he that he owned them in some ways. He did. He also yes. played for the Packers. Yeah. All right, uh, I could still go back to Washington if I wanted to. <laughs> Get burned a third time. Do I it. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where else I'm going with this. Um, uh, I feel like we can make a deal here. If Bobby strikes out purely on Redskins, he has to give in his fan card. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really. So the Reggie White one was a stretch. That one I know. I really thought Thiesman was in. Um. All right, man. Why not? Let's just let's go for three. Why not? How about for Washington's Sonny Jurgensen? Oh boy, going back in time. Uh, he's in. Yeah, got one. Okay, okay. Let's go, Shannon Sharp for the Broncos. Yep, TV's own Shannon Sharp. Yeah, I don't know what to do here anymore. Philly's such a tough one. I should have just gone with Reggie White for that one. 
Oh boy. Yep. Nope. It's not going to be right either. Um, Philadelphia, Donovan McNabb. No, he's not in there. Jared, birthday guy. I leave this for you. Winner's circle, Jared. Finish it off with somebody. Give us, uh, we can't lose a finish on a strike. Name one. Chargers, Dan Fouts. For the win. Very good. Very good. Nicely done, Jared. I, I'm glad that I could give you this victory on your birthday. So kind of you, Bobby. So <laughs> genuinely kind of you. Your knowledge supersedes mine in the Hall of Fame football category, as with many others. Congratulations. I accept your congratulations, even if you let me win this week, which I greatly appreciate, of course. <laughs> and I look forward to maybe beating you on the merits next week. Wouldn't miss it for the world. Quizmaster, thank you so much for this opportunity. It is my pleasure, boys, as always. Bobby, 31 episodes up, 31 episodes down. COVID might be messing with the NFL schedule, but thankfully it is not messing with ours. We have your back, people. You might not know when the Ravens-Steelers game is going to be played. Your fantasy league might be screwed up, but we have your back every single week. We are consistent. We are unstoppable. And we're going to be back again next week with another excellent chatter up. We'll do another What Did I Miss segment. We'll do some more fun and games, some more trivia. You're not going to want to miss it. Special thanks, of course, to the Quizmaster for a Hall of Fame edition of Trivia This Week. And, of course, thank you to all the listeners who continue to listen and those of you who reached out to me for my birthday. Much appreciated. You don't want to be dead to Jared. Make sure you go to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And then we'll see you all next week with the next Chatter Up. <laughs>